0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are listening to the Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all-new and mightier 1090 AM.
1: Good afternoon on a beautiful Thanksgiving Thursday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. I'm joined as always by producer G. Hey Wiley. G, how are you? I'm great. Happy Gobble Gobble Turkey Day to you, Arash. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. And this is a very special show because I think we've had a lot of fun um, over the past year plus. But it began on your podcast, G. Hey, the sports bar. And we did it again Recently, and we want to play that for the fine folks out there. But GK, tell people if they want to listen to your podcast the sports Bar. how can they do that
0: that's right you guys um are in everywhere you get your podcast. so if you uh want to go on spotify google apple um all that good stuff you can get that's where you can get your podcast so um and that's where you can hear it and just to let you know it is the sports bar so i know it's really weird but if you think like you know you're thinking like a boston person it's t-h-a sports bar with g hey wiley um We drink and talk about sports, and that's kind of where uh, this episode in particular, Arash is probably the first time, three or four time guest on the sports bar, and it was a lot of fun, uh, you know, kind of reconnecting, even though we see each other every single day. It's still a lot of fun, had a couple glasses of wine, or maybe more, Um, and it was just fun. So we're just going to kick it off to you guys, and let's hear the sports bar again. uh, Subscribe, rate, and review it, guys. Uh, Enjoy all the support. And the love. So here we go with that sports bar with Arash Markazi and G. Hey, Wiley. Hello and welcome to Wonder the sports nice. bar party people. Um, I have the esteemed pleasure, multiple time guest, Mr. <laughs> Arash Markazi on for the sports bar. That is T-H-A sports bar on everywhere you get your podcast. Um, yeah, I am so psyched that we're doing this because we're actually doing this in our brand new studio Uh, for all those that don't follow me, that only follow the sports bar, shame on you, should be following the Arash Marakazi show, (laughs) uh, which is on the Mightier 1090 and now on 98.5 The Fan uh, in Las Vegas, our home away from home, uh, pretty much where I spent all my degenerate time and my degenerate <laughs> money. Um, Arash can attest to that. Uh, we've just spent the last year, you know, just hustling and trying yeah. to, you know, get, uh, get all of our ducks in a row and be on as many outlets for you guys as humanly possible. So please, Give it a listen. Uh, again, we're always in uh, podcast form as well. But specifically, if you are native to LA or Vegas, you can now hear us on the fan 98.5 or 1090 AM for the mightier 1090 AM, shamelessly plugging all of our you, shows. You, you have to. You have
1: to. <laughs>
0: shamelessly plugging. But you know what? Whatever. <laughs> everybody listen. Um, and everybody welcome. Mr. Arash Markazi, normally we would uh, intro you with a song, but we'll, we'll put it in the front in no, post-production. you know what,
1: how, <laughs> how cool this is. It was sort of like the seeds of our show was built on the sports bar, which we originally recorded. Was the first one at my house or was the first one at the downstairs, which is now the Sandbar first one was Yeah. First yeah. one was
0: at uh downstairs bar, AKA now. Uh, Sandbar 66. Yeah. I think we went through like two bottles of wine.
1: Yeah. I forgot You because know, I uh, parked the car and I saw there was wine there, but we were at a bar. So I've just figured the wine was there. But it's like, no, like this bottle of wine is for me, yeah. for us. I forgot. Did you, I think it was prisoner, but I'm not 100% sure.
0: No, that was your first introduction to Keenan.
1: Well, Keenan, no, you brought to my house. Cause I, I remember that. I remember my first bottle of Keenan you, really you brought to, you brought to the house. So this is actually the, not only are, are my third, Time on the show, or perhaps fourth, because it was one I think it's that I did with Kayla. Uh, but yeah, listen, I mean, this is sort of like the seeds of the show were were planted when I was on your podcast, and then when I got the opportunity to do this show on the Mighty or ten ninety you were the first person I thought of because they well, the the way that they pitched it to me was, uh, it's very simple, it's like a podcast. We're sure you have a podcast. It's two 21-minute segments. You just record it, you send it to us. And I'm like, I've never done a podcast before. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I, I don't know how to do that. And I said, well, the one person that I do know who does a podcast, because I've done her show three or four times, is GH and not only that GH consumes more sports talk than like like anyone I know, but like the majority of people would be shocked at the amount of sports talk that you consume. So you know the genre, you know sports talk, you know podcasting, and uh, so blessed that a that I was on your podcast, but B that that we've gotten to be together. And again, not only just the mightier Ten Ninety G GH, but again our home away from home, Las Vegas. On the fan, it's so cool.
0: Yeah, no, I I can't wait for. I mean, we've only been on the fan for a few days, so yeah. But at the same time, I can't wait for the rest of you know our time with the fan, be it well, long you, or short. I can't wait.
1: Well, so. because I was driving around Vegas when this, um, you know, when they first launched, and I got in touch with them, and so I'm very familiar with the fan now. And we followed the Jim Rome show, and again, Jim Rome is someone that I just love in sports talk. And he's been so supportive of me. So the fact that on 1090, we follow the Rich Eisen show and I don't need to tell you the career he's had. And then to follow the Jim Rome show on 1090, sorry, on the fan, it's like two of the really greats in our, in sports talk. But again, if you're driving around Los Angeles or San Diego or Mexico or this trip, the fact that you can tune into our show is such a cool thing.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember like, I think I told you this too, when I was originally driving to Vegas and listening to sports radio and the fact that we were, that 1090 made it as far as like a little past Baker, right? Yeah. Like the fact that I can even hear myself on the radio, first of all, that was a trip, right? Listening to you know yourself where, on the radio. You know
1: where you can hear 1090 and I always make the stop because you told me about it for the first time, that stop on the way to Vegas, what's the name of it? In Yermo. Yeah. Um, they they have this big uh, thing of the Lakers there.
0: Yeah, it's an homage to like um They the have like the a piece of the court Nation.
1: at the yeah. forum. So you could hear 1090 till right about that point, maybe a little bit after. But now because of our connection with the fan, it's sort of like it puts the pieces of the puzzle together. Like once you get past a certain point and can't hear 1090, flip your dial to the fan and you can hear us. And again, the fan is crystal clear on the strip. So- This is such a, like you've said, a dream come true for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, the end. I obviously like. There's, there's more. There's going to be hopefully more to this, but this is freaking amazing, right? Yeah. So um, let's move. Let's move on. Um. We normally talk all Lakers all the time, so I'll even just keep it keep it going with all Lakers all the time with <laughs> you. Uh, I always feel we actually recorded a show, and I didn't tell you this. I'm telling you now. I was like, oh, but the Clippers played last night. Like, why oh, didn't we talk about that? I but know. but we're also we only have a 40 minute show, so you can't really pack everything into. Although that. they had
1: a heck of a playoff run, and during yeah. that run, when the Lakers were out and the Clippers went all the way to the conference finals, like we did talk a ton about the Clippers. So. As well we should have, and to be honest, if Kawhi was playing I think we'd talk about them more. But um Listen, I do like the Clippers and of course you love the Clippers and um yes. We probably talk about the Clippers more than the majority of Southern California sports talk stations. That to be is honest. true. But
0: at the same time, like you said, Arash, it's because they were in the playoffs. Oh, the 100%. Lakers weren't in the playoffs. Yes. Had, had the Lakers been in the playoffs, it would have still been all Lakers all the time. And then yeah. maybe we'll get to the Clippers, Listen, which is understandable. Most
1: sports talk people will tell you that they play the hits. Right. I mean, like, like you are going to make your mark because you are talking about what people want to talk about. And so listen, I grew up a fan of the Lakers, Showtime, Magic Johnson, Kareem, things like that. When the Lakers have a big win, if they have a big game and you talk about like LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo and Dwight and you go down the list, I mean, like, that's what people want to hear about. So we do talk more about the Lakers and the Dodgers, but, and by the way, in San Diego, I know that a lot of people don't like to hear that because obviously that's a Padres town. But that is the biggest misnomer. I think one of the reasons that we were brought in to 1090 is like, listen, this is a fantastic signal, as Lee Hacks Hamilton used to say, from Baja to the Canadian Rockies, at the very least, from Baja to Santa Barbara, you can hear it crystal clear. So what, they, what, the, what the goal was is like, we're not just a San Diego sports talk show. And I think that that that's still the number one pushback that I get when I try to talk to people and they're like, Oh, so what's it like down in San Diego? I'm like, I don't know. I don't live in San Diego. We don't do the show from San Diego. We do the show from, from Los Angeles. And by the way, and I know I'm, I'm still talking about 1090, but when Wolfman Jack used to do his show, the, the, tag for 1090 was the heart of Los Angeles or the soul of Los Angeles. Like they made it seem like the station was based in Los Angeles, despite the fact that the antenna, the signal was out of Mexico. But yeah, anyways, that's a long way of saying, I do like to talk about the Lakers.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, let's speak, let's speak on the Lakers since we're Mm -hmm. already here. Um, I've already told you my disdain. I shouldn't say disdain. It's not disdain for the Lakers. It's, um, you know, I'm kind of indifferent just because, you know, they they kind of haven't been, They just won a championship. There, it's it's a Laker town. I grew up in yeah. a Laker town. It's just it is what it is. What I would kind of want to see is this elderly team. Um, and how <laughs> are they going to, <laughs> um, I love, I love how you turned it, turned it around. <laughs> yeah, on that. Right. Uh, Arash is always being positive. He's, yeah, uh, he's the most positive person I know. Um, mm-hmm. fine. This experienced team, yes. how do you, how do you see them, you know, coming together because there's going to, they're going to need a lot more time I think than most. Yeah. Right. Um, we, we mentioned this on, on air on the minor 1090 and on the fan that chemistry is a huge thing and chemistry can, it can be built for sure. You know, maybe going out uh, to ki- their kids parties and bonding as like, and becoming really, truly a family, but they don't have time for that. no Like this is a, the Lakers are an organization that has become this. We're winning for today. Yeah. We are going to drop players and add players to win a championship now. And, and that's all great and, and gravy if that's your culture, which it's odd because I feel like when we were growing up, the Magic Johnson era, you know, like that wasn't really the case. Yeah. It wasn't like the for now culture. Um, but this is where we are right now. So as far as them winning a championship right now, do you still believe what you believed in the beginning when they got Russell Westbrook, when they got, um, you know, all these, Carmelo Anthony, all these pieces together? Did you, do you think that these guys are all going to come together and win win a title for LA? I have so. to
1: believe that. In, but you know me, how positive I am. And I even believe that the Lakers last season, but before they lost to the Phoenix Suns in the first round, I said, listen, gee, at some point, they're going to figure it out at some point they're going to get healthy at some point it's all going to come together and they're going to repeat as champions of course that did not happen I still contest if they were healthy that they would have but I get it I get it but this team is concerning me just because the pieces don't look like they fit that being said I think there's enough time for them to figure it out the Brooklyn Nets are one and two as we tape this the Lakers are one and two as we record this so I I think there's enough time it it is very concerning that they go 0-6 in the preseason, lose their first two games, and not only lose their first two games of the season, I mean, the way that they were blown off the court against Phoenix. I mean, that that's ridiculous. So I'm um, cautiously optimistic, and here's why. It, it, it's. I think I would feel differently if the Warriors were 100% healthy, if the Clippers were 100% healthy. I still think that there's a gap in the door or the window, the championship window for this team of, listen, Kawhi's probably out for the year. We'll see if Clay comes back, to what extent he can come back. There is still that ability for this team to figure it out, get to the finals, and win. But they've done nothing on the court to back up my thoughts. That being said, according to Las Vegas, they still have the Lakers and the Nets, despite how poor that they've played, as the co-favorite. So I'm still going to stick with the Lakers, but they're, they're not giving me a lot of... Uh, reason for hope right now.
0: Well, I mean it's an 82 game season. Oh, it's a long so it's season. like no, you, you know what what are we at as we record this right now we're in just three, a, three games. Yeah. You know, you can't really sit there and be like they're going to be they're they're going to be horrible just based on these three games that we've seen, you know. Yeah. And to your point, let's talk about Golden State, right? Let's yeah. talk about um the fact that they have this phenomenal team without one of their star players at the helm right now, who's going to be completely injured. Um, Clay Thompson, by the way, also got snubbed on that top 75. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not all for lists. I think, to be honest with you, lists are bullshit. So yeah.
1: I, I'm- Oh, I forgot that you can curse on your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, I was like- All for day. For a second, I said, oh, gee, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this?
0: We can't curse on the, on 1090. Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong
1: with you? Come on now. All right. <laughs> we can't curse on the
0: fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think the lists are bullshit. So I personally, like, and to his point, yeah, he, he deserves to be on there 100%. Yeah. Um, if You know, he'd be a super,
1: I mean, he, in my view, he is a star. He would be a superstar if he had his own team. That being said, he wouldn't be on a team that won 73 games, won multiple championships. I mean, he made that choice because he could have gone somewhere else, but he is on a team with Steph Curry that had Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, like he is He's more than a role player, obviously, but if he was on his only team, if he was the number one guy, I mean it it it's not even close. He's a top fifty player. Yeah. In my view.
0: Yeah, no. And here's the thing too, is that like just like K D joined Golden State, yeah. he wants to win. He does. wants to win. It's more fun
1: to win. Heck I mean, yeah, yeah right. it's,
0: it's more <laughs> yeah, dude. I rather I'd, please losing sucks. I'm a Clipper fan. Losing sucks. Like yeah. I could not even imagine being on a a team that has consistently just lost. I mean, look at the Cubs. It's over a hundred plus years yeah. of losing. You know, of or of making it there. <laughs> That's got to be even worse, actually. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you uh, do the Buffalo Bills. Oh, shuffle, yeah. And like you're the, there, yeah. you just get get there and you have a taste of it. That and is you the
1: only positive, And we did not talk about this on the show. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point. I am bummed that the Dodgers lost to the Braves, but. At least they
0: didn't make it to the World Series, and lose. Well,
1: that's the thing. Here, here's the thing. They were so drained. They were running on fumes. If those fumes had carried them to the finish line, quote unquote, of the World Series, there's no gas in that tank at this point, G.A., Like, they would not have had Scherzer. I think he would have been done. They don't have Clayton Kershaw. They don't have Max Muncy. They don't have Justin Turner. I mean, like, they were. if those fumes carried them to two more wins and that team got to the World Series and got swept by Houston, of all teams, Mm. I, I think I would much rather lose the way that they did than have a team that's just a shell of themselves. If they were healthy... And again, I feel like I'm repeating myself because the last year when the Lakers lost, I'm like, if if they can just get healthy, if LeBron James and Anthony Davis and these guys get together, if they they didn't get healthy. And with this team, listen, if 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 I still believe if they were healthy, if Scherzer had pitched game six and you have Walker Bueller full of rescue, but they didn't. And they would not have had a healthy team in the World Series. So in a weird way, and I'm normally not that guy, I'm normally not, not that fan. I'm like I'd much rather lose to the Braves in the championship series than get swept or Im- I mean, they, they could have gotten swept. They could have gotten swept. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, or yeah, swept or losing five. And then at that point, it, yeah, I, I just cannot fathom losing to Houston. I did not want to do that.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think any Dodger fan wants to lose no, to Houston. No, 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 no. You know, um, yeah. I will give them a little credit uh, just solely based on, uh, Dusty Baker and oh, how he's led Dusty. that and how he's yes. led that team from the ashes, so to speak. Yeah. I personally think that like, I don't know about you, Arash, I think that that should have been, t- that World Series in 2017 should have been taken away from them.
1: 100% because at the very least they proved that they cheated. And right. for I don't know how because of the players union, the players did not have to face one, like, There was no suspension. It's like a a slap on the wrist. But the punishment went down from the GM of that team, the managers. Everyone was gone, at least fired for a year before they were hired back. But, like, they all paid their price, except for the players. The players just – they said, you know, we did what we did, and then they moved on with their lives. So I um, 100% should have been vacated as a Dodgers fan. I did not want a title that way, but I – for sure think that sh- that should have been vacated. They they were proven to be cheaters. That's why when people want to discount the team for the World Series that they won in Texas, I'm like, listen, you can say what you want. Well, at least they didn't cheat. They didn't cheat and we deserved a championship. We at the very least deserved that moment.
0: We should have gone, and by we, I say like Dodger fans, sure. uh, should have gone back to back. Yeah. That should have been a back to back championship. Well, and right then there. you look
1: at the Red Sox. I mean, I, I, I do think on paper they were the superior team. That being said, they were also proven to have cheated. So it's like back to back years, they lose the championship to two proven cheating teams. Give us that World Series in Texas. If you want to say it's a shor- shortened championship or whatnot, that's fine. But. We deserved a championship, and we got one. Yeah, no. D- By the way, we has indulger <laughs> fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um
0: No, I d- I definitely agree with you. I th- I think Boston, because of the timing of the suspensions and the you know, Houston obviously was a bigger story yeah. and more of a focus. They got off easy. Yeah, like we talk about how Houston and the players got off easy. Boston got off real easy. They oh, yeah. got like what like one manager who was involved in. The Houston tobacco oh, yeah. and then he well, gets suspended. And then Cora comes and, back. you Yeah, know, so yeah, it's and like, then he's able to, and he's able to still coach still coach them and still and manage. Now,
1: as the media tends to do, like there's like these feel good stories of what he learned about himself during that one year <laughs> off. I'm like, the the guy's got back to back championships. He cheated to get back to back championships. I, I don't care what he says now, what what he learned about himself, and he's very self reflective. <laughs> he's got two championships that he should not have. All right, that was segment one. First part of a two part chat, me and Jihei on that sports bar. Um, listen, the first thing I, I had to get used to with Jihei's podcast is that uh, sometimes she curses, and I'm still not comfortable doing that, you know. But uh, so if you want to hear the full version of our sit down chat and Jihei cursing up a storm, you could do that by looking up the THA sports bar. Um, But yeah, when we come back right after this, we will get to segment two from my chat with Jihei on the Sports Bar right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. We will be right back with the Arash Markazi Show and you are listening to a new
0: generation of radio, the all new and mightier 1090 AM. You are listening to the Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio, the all-new and mightier 1090 AM.
1: Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5, the fan in Las Vegas. Again, a very special show today, Thanksgiving show. It is the best of the sports bar where we are, you know, kind of catching up with how me and Jihei met. Over a bottle of red wine, which I hope that you all are doing when you get home. Hopefully you are tuning in from home. And if you are driving somewhere, get there safely. And once you get there, open up a bottle of red like G. Haywood. So with all that said, let's now get to the second part of G. Hay talking to me about how we met and probably her love for Duke basketball. Perhaps, perhaps both of those teams could have won on their own. They're both very talented teams as we've seen. But the fact of the matter is you cheated and you shouldn't be rewarded for cheating.
0: No, no. Um, Speaking of... Rewarded Yeah um, Let's talk about a seat Let's switch Switch Ugh. the tables on you And yeah. uh, Speaking of losing and, uh, Yeah seriously And uh, not getting like, rewarded Like Casworth Cas <laughs> for this By
1: the way uh, They have homecoming On Saturday And I'm thinking of like Because I normally like To go to homecoming But like Are I, you I, still I,
0: like anti Because they're playing Colorado right
1: they're playing U of A, U of a okay. and I just don't want to support that team. I don't want to support USC football right now. I, I, I am cautiously optimistic that they will bring in a good head coach because they kind of have to. I mean, they, this is not a take a flyer on some guy who has no track record i mean they got to bring in a proven guy they, they they have to bring in someone that people are like okay that guy's gonna turn around the program so it's frustrating i've never seen a team and the reason i say quit i've never seen a team give up over 40 points three consecutive home games at the coliseum and just get just totally destroyed and blown out like it's one thing to lose but to just get just humiliated at the coliseum i mean that's a very special place and so um hopeful that this will be a wake up call for the program hopeful that they h- hire a good head coach i don't know who's going to take the job i don't know who wants the job but I, I i'm i'm hopeful that things will get turned around
0: yeah speaking of the head coach Thank you for segueing us yes. into the topic I really wanted to talk to you about was who do you think? Cause there's some, some names on there. Yeah. And, uh, as we were actually coming to the studio today, I was listening to shocker ESPN radio and, uh, they were talking about Tomlin being on <laughs> yeah. that list. I'm like, you've got
1: to be. Well, college. did you? what what tomlin said i mean he just totally crapped on that whole idea but as well he should yeah so i mean listen that that became a story because carson palmer who's a part of the process put his name out there by the way there's no way mike tomlin leaves the national football league multiple times super bowl champion as a coach i mean he's not going to leave that job i actually thought that was genius of carson palmer like Attach a ton of big names to that job so if that job comes to you you're like well shoot like Mike Tomlin was up for this gig or whatever you know and so um, no Mike Tomlin's not leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers and if Mike Tomlin did leave the Pittsburgh Steelers he's leaving it to take another great job I mean he's not taking it to, and I think USC is a fantastic college football coaching job, but that's different than being the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Packers or the Cowboys or whatnot. So that's not going to happen. You know, the, the, the the likely names that I keep hearing about, you know, James Franklin, obviously the head coach of Penn state, uh, Luke fickle at Cincinnati, no matter who it is, it's going to be a proven head coach. And that was the biggest issue that I had with Clay Helton is that he was never a head coach, a permanent full-time head coach prior to becoming the head coach at USC. And I said, wait, this is not a job on, the, 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 this is not a job you get to train, right? The, this is not a job with training wheels. Like,
0: Yeah, you got to hit the ground running.
1: You got to hit the ground running, but you have to have some track record of success as a head coach. I mean, like, what's your track record? That you were the offensive coordinator when I apologize for saying this, Steve Sarkeesian got drunk and couldn't do the job job like he was at the right place I mean at, that's a fact he was at the right place at the right time and he led them to I think he was five and two or six and two it, it was fine but it was not like oh my god this guy is amazing he's the head coach so you give him the head coaching job and what does he do gets blown out by Stanford in the Pac-12 championship game and then loses in the ho- in the holiday bowl It's like Who the heck did you just hire to be the head coach of this team? It made no sense at the time. So I I do have some confidence in Mike Bone that he will bring in a competent, qualified head coach.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just putting this out there. I would love to see my brother from another mother take a head – a the SC coaching position. I don't think it's ever going to happen because he's comfortable where he is. Mr. Yeah. Jay Norvell, I would love for no, him to sure. come to LA. I don't think it's going to happen again. He's very comfortable in Reno, in Nevada, um, killing it out there, yeah. but I'd love to see him get, you know, another chance at a big time program. I'm not saying that Nevada hasn't done really, really well in the, in the past, like four or five years. He's like taken them to a bowl game every single year that he's been the head coach out there. Um, and he's just improved the program. But I do want to talk about the fact that they, I don't think that they need, I think that they, I agree with you. They need a proven head coach. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they need a big name.
1: I think they just need. I don't think they're going to get a big, yeah, I, I would I like a big name. I do think in Los Angeles, it's no coincidence that generally speaking, like whether it's the Lakers or the Dodgers or whatever, they swing for the the fences because you kind of have to. I I, I don't know what big name that they could get that, would come, but just a competent head coach. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was going to, once you said competent, I'm like, I can't bring up this guy's name, but I'm going to do it anyway. So remember when we were um, walking into the studio and we were talking about Jeff Fisher (laughs) coming, coming in, um, as I was listening to again, ESPN radio, plugging them, but not plugging them. Just they're on my speed. Um, my, uh, what, what do you, what do you call it? Like the speed um, keys or whatever your uh, oh your presets, your yeah, presets. Yeah, yeah exactly um on my um, in in the car I guess Jeff Fisher was on campus
1: oh that's right I think you had mentioned yeah his name and before. he was just like oh, walking around
0: and being like, Oh, just another trip in the campus. Like yeah. everybody take pictures with me and whatever it's Jeff Fisher. And we're just sitting there going like uh, he could be the nicest guy in the world. And I've heard he's a really he a nice, very nice guy. guy,
1: but that's, yeah. but
0: nice doesn't win you championships. Clay Halton
1: as- was a nice guy by the way.
0: No. And that's great. <laughs> awesome. Great that he was a nice guy. There's a lot of nice guys out there that get fired every day. Yeah, You know, nice doesn't Bill Belichick's a prick and he like, you know, at least a prick to the media and he, he wins titles. Yeah. He has six rings. You know, I'd rather have that than have some dude that's like, Oh gee, gollickers whiz. I'm such a (laughs) nice person. I'm like, went for us, bro. Like went for us, man. So, um, That, I think, is going to go by the Listen,
1: USC is not one of those, you know, it's got to be a Michigan man. I mean, there's no USC man sort of mandate at that school. I don't know why every time there's a head coaching search, it's like, Jack Del Rio, Jeff Fisher, like like any former USC coach who's coached before, like it, it it like his name comes up, and it it's not a knock on Jeff Fisher, it's not a knock on Jack Del Rio, but like that's not going to cut it. And quite frankly, if you're going into the rooms of prospective prospective recruits, there's nothing that Jeff Fisher has done over the past twenty years that would make you want to say, okay, that's the guy. He's going to lead us back to prominence. So I. Love, uh, you know, and respect Jeff Fisher. Do not want him as the next head coach of USC. Yeah,
0: unless you wanna go at five hundred, you no, know, for your I record. Don't, I don't want to go five hundred. No. <laughs> yeah, undefeated is the goal, guys. Yeah. Uh championship is the goal. So uh, yeah, let's actually um also take a smidget of a break. Actually, never mind, Arash is just gonna refill our wine instead. No, no breaks here on the sports bar, I guess, since uh, now we're in an actual studio and I don't have to rely on Anchor being like, oh, you can only record for 30 minutes, which that some- is something that I think that Spotify and Anchor need to uh, figure out, by the way. Um, thanks for the brief, Olorosh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's, um, I guess let's, let's move forward. Let's, we're going to talk all LA all the time since let's I guess this it. is kind of what I'm
1: used to yeah. with,
0: you know, with, uh. With the Arash Marikaze show we talked about. And by all, the way, people the wondered,
1: you know, like like how is your show gonna work in Vegas? And I said, So Vegas is a Lakers town, Vegas is a Dodgers town, Vegas, obviously because of their home team, is a Raiders town, which is still a, a team in Los Angeles. Like Las Vegas is and has always been an extension of Los Angeles as a sports town. So that that's why that um the show that we do, me and J that it, it works in Las Vegas because they love the Lakers, they love the Dodgers, they love the Raiders, it's listen, UNLV is there, but they also love USC. And so.
0: Well, and also they, I feel like they will, um, until they get, their own franchise uh, MLB team until yeah. they get an NBA team until they get like they ha- now have the Raiders and they yeah. now have the so by the way,
1: they have hockey but there's still a ton of Kings fans there
0: of course because so, they probably yeah. didn't have they didn't they just and got and hockey. let's be
1: honest like like if they got the NBA there next year it's still gonna be Lakers town it's still I mean like you 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 can't like not be there's just a ton of transplants there. Yeah. So there's a ton of people who are from Los Angeles or from California who have moved there. And they're going to be Dodgers fans. So, like, let's say they, they get a Major League Baseball team. You want to support the home team. But at the end of the day, like, I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Hockey – and I want to get your, you know, thoughts on this. The The reason people thought hockey worked is – there wasn't a ton of hockey fans there, so the, the, the fan there may have been a hardcore Lakers fan, the Dodgers fan. They were not really a, a hardcore hockey fan, so they adopted the local team, and it's different, though. If you're a Lakers fan and Las Vegas got a team tomorrow, you're not going to like not be a, a Lakers fan. You're, you're still going to be a Lakers fan, so... Yeah, I mean Vegas will get every professional sports team in the not too distant future. I think next is soccer. Following that will be Major League Baseball, and then amazingly, then the sport that I thought would go there first, the NBA will will go there. They'll probably add two teams: one Seattle, one in Las Vegas. There's so much money there. I mean, so that's why. So if you are a team in a city that does not want to, um, that does not want to pay for a new arena for you the reason vegas pays it and some people don't like it is a tax on hotel rooms and and so they just I mean 750 million dollars of the new the new stadium in vegas came from a hotel tax and so they got the raiders they got the golden knights they will get every professional sports league at some point
0: do you um are you like even watching any college basketball
1: No. So that's where there's a gap in our show that you kind of fill. I I, I don't watch a ton of college basketball. I do like USC hoops. And so when they are in the tournament, I will watch them when they are in the the conference tournament. I'm going to watch that maybe during the season a little bit. That is where you are like in November. And I think even like October, like you're, you're, you're already thinking about college hoops.
0: Oh my God. Of of course. Well, especially because October,
1: November, it's like the last thing on my mind is college basketball. (laughs) And I speak for the majority of the United States outside of maybe North Carolina, like, like even like UCLA that doesn't care about college hoops this time of year.
0: Yeah, no, this was the first time actually that there were, and I'll I'll send you some uh, highlights. Um, and some some videos.
1: By the way, G. A. will answering. send me highlights of some like high school prospects, and I'm like, you need to get help.
0: That's what you said about my gambling. That's true.
1: And now, by the way, you're like way ahead of the curve. Like you're like like every show, every network is talking about like wagering, and then and then I'm like gee, like you were way ahead. mean, by the way, like when it came to the pandemic and I was hoping that you were wrong about this at the beginning, you're like, this'll be t- two years. I'm like, what are you talking about? Two years. And like, yeah, here we are. Going into 2022 <laughs> and they're like, maybe spring of 2022 will be past this. But yeah. Yeah. I And I still, even then. I hate when you're right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say here is I hate when you're right. But
0: I, dude, I love when I'm right. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't
1: knock you That's uh, kidding. <laughs> but you know what?
0: I, um, Yeah, when it comes to the pandemic, it's just is tragic. It just sucks because like I don't want to be right. Two years? Are you nuts? Like I don't want you know a two year gap to happen where, you know, things aren't back to normal and we can't you know all be non-masked up. No, yeah. Which by the way. When you go to Dodger Stadium, were you masked up? Because I
1: wasn't really. So here's the thing. You're supposed to be, and and I was in the press box. I think, obviously, what they can't do is patrol or control a crowd of 50,000, 60,000, or above that. So when you go to a football game, like— it is really. I mean, I, I, I give so much credit to the people who work there, but they there's no one who can patrol 60,000 people. And if they're wearing a mask in Atlanta, when I was there for game uh, six, they didn't. They actually said if you're well, I don't enjoy Georgia, but they were like, if you're vaccinated and there, there was no one checking that. So they were just like, you know, if you're vaccinated and you know that you, on your own, like you don't have to wear it. E-masked.
0: Well, and here's the thing too: is that like when you go into Dodger Stadium or you go into Staples Center or you go into any yeah. you know major venue, there's a like 17 year old kid checking your vaccination yeah, don't status. So they d- they're like literally no. just looking at something and then being like, okay, go in. No, so
1: yet. like there's no one like when 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 the code or so I have a QR code that proves right. like I got both shots,
0: but they're not. But they're not. I've scanning never seen. It.
1: I've never seen anyone scan it. No. Oh. So I thought that was the point of it because um, clearly you can just create something that, that would say that I got vaccinated. Like there's nothing, uh, there's no way to kind of prove it. So like, like, again, people are trying their best, but like who who cares? And by the way, can we, can we talk about a lot of the outdoor d- d- dining that that we had in our beautiful city of Manhattan Beach is now being taken away. I'm kind of bummed about that. Not a ton of it, but some of it. And so I'm like, man, I, that, that was the there are certain positives that have uh, come from the pandemic. And one of it, at least as it pertains to Manhattan beach, I'm like, Oh, like what a beautiful city. What a beautiful way to kind of enjoy like a night out and slowly, but surely Jay, those uh, seats will, will be gone. At least some of them are gone right now.
0: Yeah, they are. um, They kept pushing it and pushing it. Uh, And for all those that don't know, I I think I have said this, that I am MBL. Uh, Manhattan Beach local. Yes. Or Manhattan Beach Loke Uh, th- this is South Bay's attempt at being gangster. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're really not. But um, yeah, it's really tragic. It's it's sad because, yeah, it it rains here, you know, three times a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we got uh rain on on Monday, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. It yeah. sucks because like. I think the community like loves it, right? Like they're okay, and you know what? It also like it adheres to the locals, and that's who you really want to adhere to. And we have Uber, man. You don't need to be like driving your car to get here. You can take an Uber to get here. Yes, Uber, and Uber's getting better. I will tell. I will tell you that. Like I don't know if you've taken an Uber in LA as of late, Arash, but
1: it is much better.
0: Yeah, it's gotten a lot better like where you're not waiting 15 20 minutes for an Uber and then they cancel and then you like have to go back yeah. um and get another Uber. They're actually like grabbing the Uber and being like, "Okay, like grabbing the ride and be like, "Okay, we'll we'll take you," you know. Um and it's still a little higher than be, than it was before, but it's still a little bit better. Um yeah. yeah, I think that the city, it's obviously it's per city, but I think that the cities are uh, in the South Bay at least are they're doing it on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it like, hey, we're going to be, uh, we're, we're going to do you guys, um, here's your six-month extension or yeah. we're going to be here for a year. They're like doing it on like a case-by-case and a um, season-by-season sure. basis. So, which really sucks though, because it's like you would wish that they would, that these, so many of these restaurants have given, thousands of dollars to trying to stay open and trying to stay viable. And that's the other thing that really sucks about being out here, specifically in California is that, or, or even in the South Bay, we can just keep it local and just, just in the South Bay, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, Redondo, Torrance, like all these different small cities in the South Bay, they have spent thousands of dollars trying to keep themselves open and getting these small little fines, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then, like, I can go into conspiracy theories about, like, well, like, Target doesn't have to, like, when you went to Target and you were vaccinated um, prior to these mandates, sure. you didn't have, like, no. you literally can walk in and they were like, oh, we trust you. If you don't have <laughs> yeah. a mask, you're, you're vaccinated. Yeah. Like, people that weren't vaccinated probably went in without a mask and were like, I'm just going to keep going in there. You don't know because yeah. they didn't check. You know, um, but they were allowed to do it versus restaurants like mom and pop places that are just trying to stay open. Come on, nah, you know, know, let's be better. So um, that that kind of sucks. but yeah, I I, I don't want to go off into a diatribe <laughs> about about COVID and about the uh, the the mandates and everything like that. Um, I th- I think the uh, what what you're talking about though it needs it needs to stay. It needs to ha- It needs to stay the, well, like so keeping lot, those
1: restaurants open. A lot of the, I think Slay the original Slay took their thing down in in a few really? other yeah. So not Slay Italian right. Slay the, Ste- the original Slay yeah. um, in a few other places as well. And I think it opened up like four, or five, maybe six parking spots. And I'm like really like like you're you're doing all this for what six spots? And I'm not saying that there is there is obviously a financial figure attached to each spot. But I'm almost positive Slay and a few other people would like pay that cost. Like, like just give us that space. Like, it's such a big part of like what we are now.
0: So I'm gonna give you a little insider okay, tip. Here we go. Here, so in that neighborhood, yeah, because uh, 900 and uh, slash Sandbar had that same neighbor, and he moved uh-huh. from Ninth and Manhattan to or Ninth and Highland to that downtown area closer to like the action and closer to slay and all those other restaurants that man bitches like there is no tomorrow he's the worst neighbor (laughs) i've ever heard in my life like you moved right next, and you live you live relatively close to the area but you live further away like you you chose your spot where you're like
1: all right hope you guys enjoyed that again if you want to listen to the full interview that G.A. had with me for her podcast The Sports Bar T-H-A Sports Bar you can do that again it's on um, it's on like Apple Podcasts Google Play Stitcher, Spotify Spotify, Stitcher all that good stuff I used to say that at the beginning I really should have mem- should have memorized all that <laughs> but um, yeah it was a lot of fun as always with G.A. we'll probably do that again uh, sometime and again Hey, once a month so again Download, rate, review her podcast. With all that said, hope you guys have a very happy Thanksgiving. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. The Arash Markazi Show on a
0: new generation of radio. The all new and mightier 1090 AM.
1: So hard to knock it. Everybody got their thing. worldwide through the
0: hard times.